0: What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Doing some prep work for um, an advising slash internship slash uh, just jump in and get work done type scenario that I have coming up here in the next couple hours. And so just figured I'd kind of go over some notes, uh, over some frameworks, some perspectives, some tips, some guidance, some insights to uh, prepare for that. And again, a lot of you guys know, and I just like to put this out to the world so that anyone else that uh, deals with this can feel comfortable. Um, I suffer from severe ADD, and so the best way that I can show up and be productive is number one, via ad hoc. Uh, For some reason, randomly getting context in real time allows my memory banks to kick in in a very odd way and allows me to be super productive. And then, secondly, um, I like to be prepared, and so um, though I've done a lot of great work uh, at an execution uh, perspective and level, um, I, I still need to to refer to notes, refer to things because uh, I forget them, I misplace them in my mind. So I don't know. So figured I'd share that uh, for for anyone that's potentially dealing with or 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 adjusting to or living with a similar type traits from a mental perspective so one of the areas that uh that i'm excited about for today is kind of accountability structures and th- thinking of clarity and how that is conjunction and how that is connected to accountability structures so that's one of the ways and one of the things we're going to be talking about and so i just wrote a few things down here to prepare for today uh, and i just want to share that with you guys because i'm a positive that the startup founders, the VCs, the internal managers, the heads of people, all the other folks that listen to this podcast, I am almost positive that everyone can learn from this, can, uh, can, can think about this, can, can, can feel like this is something that is incredibly impactful in their day-to-day today and can relate to this. So the first thing I wrote down as it pertains to accountability structures that provide clarity, I wrote down uh, roles and responsibilities being patient around the process and being very clear around outlining the roles and responsibilities within an organization. A lot of times when you're growing fast and you're small, let's say you're a team of 15, let's say you're a team of 35, let's say t- let's say you're a team of 60. A lot of times what happens is a lot of people are doing a lot of different things within the organization just to inevitably get shit done. And over time, what a lot of organizations have to start to figure out is who is actually the best person for this role. What is the role? What are the Outcomes And then the deliverables and the KPIs of that role. What are their inevitable responsibilities? What domains are they, quote unquote, running or looking after? Who are they supposed to be collaborating and working with? And how does this all become a, a really fluid and a really productive system that everyone can get behind? And then not only that. What I think is the most important thing is making sure that you have the right person in that spot con- con- conducive to where they want to be and con- on your side as the brand and what will behoove you conducive to their skill set. And that's kind of a two, two, uh, two-pronged approach, approach, right? Because someone can be completely talented and amazing at a, as a skill. Like I'll give you guys a perfect example. Um, my last employer, my role was uh, – Chief people officer, um, head of partnerships, and then I was also like overseeing marketing initiatives. And that part of my career, that part of my desire. Uh, was far beyond me. I, that had passed. I had no desire to do that anymore, but the organization needed someone that had that perspective and that skill set to look over those things uh, at a tactical and strategic point of view. Now, the strategic point of view, I was super excited about, but the tactical point of view, I no longer wanted to do day-to-day shit, even week-to-week or more, like I never wanted to do it. And so I was the right person for the role potentially, but My engagement, my desire, my own personal perspectives where I wanted to take my career from a career mapping perspective did not align with the needs of the organization. And that was not a thoughtful audit. Uh, of the founder, frankly. And so that is a perfect example of the clarity around accountability because there was a lack of accountability on my behalf because my engagement, my desires connected to my long-term vision of where I wanted to take my career was not connected. And the business needs were not connected to my personal needs. And so these are things that I just genuinely believe startups get this wrong all the time. companies get this wrong all the time and so there needs to be audits around these things so an audit around roles and responsibilities and making sure there's structure around that making sure everyone knows inevitably what domain what areas what focuses what tasks they look after they really focus on getting more and more and more micro and moving more and more away from being super broad as you get bigger as you scale And then really making sure you also have a really good understanding of aligning their long-term career mapping goals, their overall skill sets tangibly around what their active skill sets they personally want to uh, to execute and advocate for, aka employees first. And how is that connected to the organization's needs uh, in the moment? And that doesn't always mean that if someone is not a perfect, seamless fit, that you just scrap the whole thing and let them go or say that they're not a good fit, because I've seen that in so many circumstances and instances. That may just mean you need to get a little creative and create an ad hoc role that puts them in a situation where their roles, their responsibilities, their deliverables, their KPIs, their outcomes are connected in a win-win on both sides of the brand and for them personally long-term. Now, that takes a little bit of hard work. That is not a clear cut cookie cutter type thing but that is something that i think in will be incredibly important because you will have someone that is the right person for the role competence wise and the right person for the role engagement wise so that's one thing that i think i want to talk about today and expand on another thing decision making an authority within the organization. What does autonomy look like is one thing that I really want to kind of touch on today. What does autonomy look like within your organization? I want the organization to unpack for me, and if you guys are listening, you should unpack for yourself, what does autonomy look like within certain roles, within certain departments, and overall? Like, how much power do the do the executives Like tangibly have when it comes to decision making and authority? How much power do the managers and general managers have when it comes to uh, uh, decision making and authority? How much power does an individual contributor, you know, a middle level, middle tier uh, employee, how much power do they have? when it comes to workflows, when it comes to decision-making, when it comes to authority. And another thing I want you guys to think about is what do you need to do from an information, from an internal communication standpoint? What do you you need to do from a learning and development standpoint to have your middle-level folks that are actually the ones making the thing go? What do you need to explain to them, update them on? Um, Again, educate them around, teach them. For them to be able to make better decisions when it comes to decision making and authority and kind of having that autonomy and taking things over. Um, These are things that I just don't think a lot of people are thinking about. And so the decision making structures are more fluid when you have learning and development moments where each and every person that may not have enough information, enough background, enough context to make a decision today. You put a learning and development program for the next six weeks. So in, in six weeks. They have a moment. They have an ability to actually make the decisions faster, sharper and more productive and effectively so that you as the executive or you as the manager can go on and do other things. And I think, again, this is really important when it comes to organizational structure and design, because it allows everyone to start moving more productively and allows the company at a macro to start moving more productively at scale it's not bringing and taking and exhausting the resources and the mental ability and the energy of the executives and the managers and pulling them down to do remedial or even maybe not even remedial just tasks that are not what they're supposed to be doing and putting the the onus and the authority and the power and the decision making in the hands of the people that should be making the decisions. I've been a big fan of this for my entire career. I've tried to find and make and create moments within my organizations and organizations that I'm a part of where the decision-making can be very fluid, very quick, very sharp, as long as we are putting enough learnings and informations and context into the minds of those that are going to be making those decisions. So that's another thing. I think the last thing is thinking about um, how the organization Um, Thinks about effective, effective, effective workflows and efficiencies, you know, creating moments where the employees and departments can really figure out and audit. What are the most effective ways that we're going to be working from a workflow perspective? What are the most effective best practices that we want to put in place and holding space where we can audit those things at a very operational level? And so that looks into everything, right? That may look into. You know, our our product A to Z workflow, how we create our products. They may be looking into the way we deliver our services. They may be looking into the way that we market our services and our products. They may look into the way that we make decisions. They may look into um, there's so many pieces of a business where this can come into place. And so holding space operationally where people are expecting it, people are preparing forward where maybe two times a year, maybe three times a year. The employees are running And here's the thing, here's the difference. The employees are running... This meeting, this moment operationally, where they are coming to the table with their perspectives, with their thoughts, with their research, with their best practices to say, hey, here's how we can be more efficient as an organization in our siloed departments and organizations here. Here's how we can be more pr- productive in finance. Here's how we can be more productive in HR. Here's how we can be more productive in leadership. Here's how we can be more productive in sales. Here's how we can be more productive in marketing. Here's how we can be more productive in product. Here's how we can be. Be more productive and legal here's how we can be more productive and all these different facets of the organization and the middle teams right the individual contributors are bringing the best practices the tips the ideas the perspectives to that table and putting all of those out i think in auditing and changing and adjusting those a few times a year with the new data Right. Because the consumer, the 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 marketplace, the the the, the organization, as it ke- continues to go through each month throughout the year and the years, you will continue to collect more data around how we can do something better. How can we do something differently? Right. The more sales calls you have, the more partnerships you create, the more products you sell, you're, you're getting more data, you're getting smarter, you're getting more effective you're getting more productive and if you push your teams to keep an eye on those changes and those adjustments and collect that data you can and, and you operationalize the moments where you will have these audits to unpack and look at your effectiveness and your efficiencies in certain areas you can be really fluid and really agile and really innovative consistently so you're not getting stuck in the mud. Um, And then I think the other thing that is really important is to create kind of like a parking lot where you can hold and have uh, these ideas forever circulating. So as and and I think this should really be like a weekly deliverable, like something that is in someone's like job description and like their weekly tasks. Where you have individual contributors as they notice something that needs to be more effective, as they notice something that needs to be more efficient, as they notice little gaps and issues and, 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 and variables that need to be adjusted and tweaked, they are being proactive. They are being excited about utilizing a parking lot. This can be in an asana. This can be in any tool that you may have or you can have a parking lot. This can be a, this can be a word document where they're just plugging in tips, insights, notes, perspectives, nuances that need to be brought up during the moments where they actually hold space. To audit everything and say, hey, look, here's 13 things that I noticed over this last quarter that we should bring up and we should audit and we should recreate and we should change. And that's really productive. And so uh, allowing your individual contributors to to get out of their own siloed brains and worlds and pushing them to have more autonomy, pushing them to have more ownership, to be thinking constantly forever and always about how things can be more, more productive, how things can be more engaging, how things can be more exciting, how things can get done. Done more productively uh, is something that i think more organizations need to do so um yeah this is my version of prepping for today these are my just initial thoughts around organizational kind of structure and effectiveness and 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 how workflow jump into place here how decision making jumps in and how all these other things jump in so um just one man's point of view hope this was helpful and uh wish me luck on today thanks a lot